Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Right, so hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. My name is Graham and once again with me, the very fantastic Jojo, the only co-host of co-host, sort of like in Italian, il capo di tutti capi. More or less, you know. I like. I, I don't know what that means, but I like it. <laughs> Sounds nice. <laughs> Il capo di tutti capi is the the boss of all bosses, right? Like, oh, I even like it better now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call they call the Godfather. <laughs> you know, so oh. so you are kind of like Il capo di tutti capi of co-hosts. And Why, thank you. <laughs> so, and the same to you as host. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Jojo, how was your week? Uh, this was a weird week because we never got to speak at all during this week. I know. Isn't it? I was like, I was like, when it got to today, I was like, oh shit, I've never <laughs> talked to Graham, and Graham's never talked to me. And what the hell happened? Where the fuck did this week go? I know. I know. It was an absolutely weird week, and yeah. I felt like it dragged. Until, until Friday, then Friday just went by, woof, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like it dragged, but at the same time, it went by woof, the whole thing for me because yes. it was like all all of my things I had to do were very tedious. But by today, I was like, wait, where, what did I even do? I don't even remember <laughs> the week. <laughs> that's amazing, man. That, that's that's amazing. Like, but like I realized this morning. I'm like, okay, let me text Jojo and let her know where I'm at. And then I looked at our, my history of chatting with you. I'm like, I never even say, hi, Jojo, how's your week going? <laughs> All week long to Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> and I never did the same for you either. I, I, I was, yeah, this morning I was like, well, shit, we never talked at all. <laughs> All right. So I think we're talking about the show we talked about. If not, oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're talking about cursed, right? <laughs> yes, cursed. <laughs> yes. Now, would not would not that not be hilarious if we haven't been bitching about this show to each other oh back and forth, god. and we've been watching different things? <laughs> oh my god, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell are these two ghosts? <laughs> Well, all right then. So today we are discussing a Netflix original series. Seems like that's all we've been doing the past few shows. <laughs> we're going very hard on Netflix. And today we're talking about Cursed. You know, a very interesting show to say the least. And <laughs> I, I didn't know what to make of this show. And as a matter of fact, I don't know that I would have ever watched it. Except that Netflix sent me text message, well, email, notification through the through the Netflix app. Every two hours, I would get like, "Hey, we think you'd like Curse," and I'm like, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> and then, 
because you like such and such, we think you'd like cursed. And I'm like, no, first of all, the one show you said because I liked it makes no sense in comparison to cursed. So you just, you know, making up shit like because you like Brockmire, <laughs> we think you'd like, no, that's not true. They didn't get nothing to do with one thing with the other. <laughs> Because you once ate cheese, we think you'll like curse. <laughs> and we know you did. We watched you from the fridge. I mean, nothing. <laughs> We've been watching. <laughs> so, you know, so I finally said to you last week, so Jojo, let's watch this and see what we think about it. And I think we both anticipated that we weren't going to be too keen of it. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, it's safe to say that was the case. Like it was, eh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I um. Well, I have to say, I, I actively hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, so we have a slight difference of opinion in that. But I, 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 and I don't, I don't really have an explanation for why. I've certainly watched stupider things and enjoyed them, but I, I could never get any enjoyment out of this. I couldn't even get a laugh out of it. I just i just really hated every every slog of this show wow wow <laughs> i tried i really wow. tried because i enjoy i enjoy arthur arthurian legend i liked the idea of it having a feminine twist even though that's starting to become a little cliched nowadays but you know the, the whole the whole bringing diversity and everything i was like okay this is going to be cool and then i i just could i couldn't i could not like it i just couldn't i tried I failed. Let's let's talk about why it was so contrary to our likings. Because I feel like there are elements of the show that made it unlikable. And for me, particularly, it starts with the elongation of the plot. Like you, you remember seeing, like when you're watching a, a YouTube video, a tutorial, or some shit on YouTube. And the person doing the tutorial takes like 10 minutes just talking crap before getting to, to the point. Yes. And you're like, what, what, what is this again? Like, I'm going to stop watching this. This person, and you can tell that they're just trying to keep you watching just so yes. they can meet a certain, you know, threshold or, or data number or whatever before they get to it and you're like no no that's it I'm, I'm i'm moving on to somebody who gets to the to the point quicker but i don't know what was the point in in cursed making each episode so difficult to get to to its actual objective enlighten me if you can georgia i i i don't know it was there was a lot of pad there was a lot of unnecessary stuff added i feel like it could have used a, a a good a good editing i had trouble with Catherine langford i, I had trouble with her believe believability and i i like Catherine langford but for whatever reason in this she soured me <laughs> and the the plot holes for for something that 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 talked so much or told so much of a story over such a long period of time left so many holes in the plot that I can't forgive that. It's like you had so much time to resolve all of these things yes. or fix all of these things, yes. but you you used the time to do, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> it, it, it's almost as though they just wanted to make it 10 episodes. 
Yeah. I was like, okay, we're we're making this thing 10 episodes. It's going to be 10 episodes. I mean, I think, I think maybe if it had been cut down to six or eight, I think maybe it would have been better. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and some of the dialogue, cause some of the dialogue was just, I mean, I, I know it's fantasy. I, I understand that it's fantasy and I understand that it's, you know, it's not based on, it's, it's based on a legend, but it's not based on quote unquote history. Right. But some of the dialogue is, it's like, no, that's something a very modern person would yes. say. Yes. <laughs> and again, I, I know it's fantasy. I get that it's fantasy, but it just would take me out of it. And I wasn't really into it anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever immersion I had was lost very quickly for me. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying about, about Catherine Langford as the title character here. And it's not it's not that we we personally I it's not like I don't believe that she could be a badass queen of the fae or whatever. It's just that I felt like they dumped her down a bit. Uh, yes. To the like she was absolutely clueless and and almost like mentally slow to a certain extent. Like Jesus Christ, yes. everybody's seen the truth before you, and you're like, what? I don't know what's happening. I just have to take this show to this dude. You know, come on. Yes. Like I, I was like, no, no I'm, I'm losing my patience with this shit. You know. Yeah. But we we have an obligation, of course, to tell our, our audience what this show is about in the most non-spoiling ways that only you can do. So, <laughs> so Jojo, oh please do so. Go ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You know, this is, this is going to take me a, a, a moment of, uh, of of Zen and, and meditation here. <laughs> so this is a medieval fantasy series. It's a retelling of the Arthur legend. It's about follows the the story, the the life in flashbacks and in present day of. The character of Nimue, who is a, a teenage sorceress in the progress of the series. She meets a lot of people that if you know anything about Arthurian legend, you'll, you'll recognize. There is, of course, Merlin. There is King Arthur. There is a few other characters that you're going to recognize and perhaps be surprised by. And uh, it tries very hard. I, I think I'm done. <laughs> oh, so... It, it tries very hard. That was it. Yeah, it tries very hard. It, it just it, to me, it never quite, it never quite took off and flew. Yeah, yeah. So here's the here's the thing. I, I I know that there's an audience out there for for this particular story and for absolutely for the absolutely for the manner of of storytelling. Um, but I think as we said in the beginning. If you've never watched Game of Thrones and somebody told you, well, this is sort of like in the same vein of Game of Thrones and you watch this without having the reference of Game of Thrones, then you would say, oh, well, if that has any resemblance to Game of Thrones, I'm never watching Game of Thrones. It is not true. The fact of the matter is, I think there was a concerted effort at making it fantastical story that could resemble Game of Thrones and they failed 
miserably at that. And uh, so don't let that deter you from watching Game of Thrones because it's not the same thing. The flaws are insane in these series. The cast is not bad, I have to say. Wouldn't you agree, Jojo? I agree. I agree. The cast is not bad. I, I don't feel like they've been given a, a lot to work with. Yeah. yeah. But but the story... And here's a crazy thing. There's no guarantee that this could not become a, a, a show as legendary as Game of Thrones if they make a complete shake-up of the, I don't know, the writing staff and the production and everything. Because there could be a fantastic, absolutely fantastic sto story to tell here. Yeah. There's a potential there that I don't think the team that worked with it in this particular series has gotten to it. But there's no telling what could become of this show in the future, in the, in the next few seasons, if they get renewed, right? Yeah, no, that's very true. Because this is, I mean, this is compelling stuff i mean these legends are what lord of the rings was based on and you know a lot of the the medieval fantasy that's written today is is based on these these legends so i mean they they have this very rich lore that they can mine with very complex and evil characters and good characters and middle of the ground characters i mean they they i think that's part of the reason why i'm i'm kind of pissed at the show because I feel like they had such good material to draw from and I feel like we got I don't know Twilight in the medieval age yes. or something Damn. yes 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 that's that's where I felt I was like yo so seriously what is this again and it was every episode I found myself asking like what huh and <laughs> and I think I think it has a lot to do with what you said about about the linguistics of it, right? Like, yeah. what? first of all, there was a convergence of accents that I suppose wanted to make it diverse, mm -hmm. but all it did was just like, you know, create this entire British Isles <laughs> convergence of accents, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, you know, th there was one girl that that's like spoke Jordy. Like she was like literally speaking Jordy. I'm like, how did Newcastle get into play with this, right? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. But again, her father speak a completely different English. And I'm like, that's your dad. How come you don't speak like your dad? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met your dad before this time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, and then Father Cardin, one day he speaks like with a very weird ass Welsh accent. And then like in the next bit, he would speak again. He would speak like some dude from from Northern England, like from in between Liverpool and Manchester, like <laughs> a Mercurian <laughs> accent. And I'm like, OK, this is not working. <laughs> you know, and maybe obviously this thing is bothering me because I am familiar <laughs> with those accents. But you've talked about continuity a lot in the show. And I feel like somebody should have been checking on that. Like, 
Oh, wait yeah. a minute, man. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> Be like, yeah, okay, you can't start out. You can't start out with a Southern accent and end with a New York accent unless what? for some reason you moved from the South to New York and this has taken over, you know, 40 years or so and you've picked right. up the New York accent, you know, in that case, okay, that works. But if it's for just from one scene to the other, it's kind of like, um, What's no. going on, right? <laughs> and you're right. Like the crazy thing about accents is that when you move from one area to another, you obviously lose you the accent you came with, but you kind of go into a limbo of yes. accents. Like you, like yes. it, as you said, if you move from the south to New York, New Yorkers will know that you're not from New York. But when you return to the south, people will say you kind of picked up a little bit of New York. But like you, you'll yep. never, you're never, you, you always be in between, right? Yes, exactly. There's no like one of my favorite actors for 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 these things of accent is Ian McShane. Right? Ian McShane was born in Liverpool, raised in Liverpool, and has been doing uh, you know movies and TV in, in America for the longest time, right? And he plays an American like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like this is one of those dudes that when you finally hear him talk as Ian McShane, you're like, "So this dude is really English, huh?" <laughs> and like, yeah, he did just. Uh, but like, the the thing is that he knows his American regions too. You know what I mean? So like, like when he's playing an American, he just he's not just doing a neutral American accent, you know, and like. If you remember Deadwood, I mean, this mm -hmm. dude was amazing in Deadwood. But mm -hmm. well, let's uh, veer away from accents and shit. I did say that this is going to be a very short episode. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard for us to get enthusiastic about something that we had difficulty enjoying. But uh, but yeah. But here's the crazy so, yeah, thing. Here's the crazy thing, Jojo. This is going to yeah, be yeah. the one show that everybody else like. I I know. I know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But we'll probably get the most downloads ever on this episode. <laughs> Just like we trashed, we fucking trashed, uh, what's his name? Fleabag. <laughs> and everybody's like, yo, Fleabag is dope. We're like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. I mean, Fumi Waller-Bridge is a fucking genius, but Fleabag is yes. not, <laughs> it's just not that good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's go into the cast. Uh, so we've already talked about uh, Catherine Langford being the title character. So what do you reckon uh, Catherine Langford has been on before? Uh, she was in um, 13 Reasons 13 Why. 13 Reasons Why, right. Mm -hmm. Yep. She was also in Knives Out. She was very, very good in Knives Out. Was she? Yes. Uh, yes. Um, She's very good in that. She's Australian. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, she's she's a good actress. She was, she was very good in Knives Out. She was good in 13 Reasons Why. I just had trouble with this character with her yeah 
uh, a little too innocent and uh, more than innocent, like incredibly naive and stupid and slow to catch on to shit. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm tired of people being written, women particularly being written that way. I mean, I know there are dumb people in the world. Yes. But okay, let's not make them the main character. (laughs) (laughs) But um, cast wise, this show is heavily Australian, isn't it? It really is, yeah. yeah. So we have Devon Terrell. Devon Terrell is an interesting cat because he played, well, in 2017 or 18, he played the lead character in Barry. Yes. And that's all I see. Like this dude could, could easily be Barack Obama's son. <laughs> I know. I know. He, do- he, he does. My he has God. the... the- the gravitas and the 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 face and the yeah. Even when he's speaking with an English accent, he <laughs> has like these weird mannerisms and inflection in in some things that he does with his face. I'm like, yeah, that's Obama. <laughs> that's Obama right there, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what y'all see, but I see Obama, dude. <laughs> Young Obama. <laughs> but I, I think his character is one of the slightly compelling ones in there mm-hmm. because he has this purgatory place in between honorable and deceitful and trying to do the right thing but running away from responsibilities and i actually like his character i find that he his character complements a lot of uh, Catherine langford's nimoy's character mm-hmm. so in the role of merlin we have gustav skarsgård Yet another scars guard. <laughs> I had no idea there were so many of them. <laughs> uh, it's like you know you have, you can't. There's not a movie without a scars guard in it nowadays. <laughs> Is that the only family that went into acting in Sweden? <laughs> I think I think so. I think so. They had a name that we Americans could kind of sort of say a little bit, so <laughs> so they got popular. <laughs> Jeez, man. So uh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so Gustav Skarsgård starts a bit like I don't know what what's this guy's just drunk all the time. And, but the character of Marilyn kind of became endearing to me to a certain extent. Because we talk a lot about backstory, right? We, we talk about a lot about like once you get to know a little bit more of a character, you you see why they are who they are, and yes, I think that that worked out well that we got to know a little bit more about Merlin. But Merlin is just a wise guy, <laughs> you know, and I think that's the that's the that's the cool thing about him is that like. He has the fame of somebody that he hasn't been for the longest time. And yet he still continue to play on with it. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think of all the characters, it felt like his story arc was the most fleshed out and the most 
I was able to to connect with his character a little more than I could anybody else, really. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So we we kind of like this dude, you know. There is this character that is absolutely gratuitous, and I don't know. Somebody really enjoyed creating a a, a villain that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that dude what's his name the weeping monk the weeping monk like seriously who is this dude and what's his deal <laughs> you know because clearly he's he's well clearly he's is way more obscure and nefarious than than all of the legion of the red monks the paladins mm-hmm. and by the way, he's the only one who actually he's like he, he's he's not the leader, but for some reason he's got his own set of uniforms and shit. He's <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> I, 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 uh, it's funny. <laughs> you know, like imagine if you were like okay, so let's say he and Father Cardin are hollow notes, right? <laughs> uh huh. Why are they dressing so differently? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, if they're of the same, oh, my brain went blank on the word, but you know what I mean? If they're the same order or, or whatever, then if everybody's the same level, then they're going to be dressed similarly. You know, maybe not exactly the same because yeah. there wasn't mass marketing back then in terms of clothing, but it's, it's going to be somewhere in the same realm of possibilities. Right, and and Father Cardin is, by all account, at least the rector of the of the order. Even though, as it was later discovered, like, yeah, they don't even like you because they, they haven't even made you a bishop. <laughs> you know, you have a whole army of people following you, which, as a leader, you should have a title, but you, you you're just another monk. So, but like the whipping dude, you know, had his own set of uniforms and shit. He looked more like he was the leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his name is Daniel Sharman. He is pretty much the only one who is like the Englishman of the cast, like born in England, no connection to any other, to any <laughs> other country. <laughs> but I don't know. I think. He nailed his character. His character's shit, but he he nails the character, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let me see. What did you think of Shalom Brune Franklin, who is well originally she started as Sister Egrain, e- and then ended up with what, what? What was the name that she ended up with? She's oh dear the sister of. Uh, um, more, more, Morga- Morgana, Morgan, Morgan Le Fay. Morgana, yes. Yeah, I. That's a character that I, I like. That character a lot in in the lore, and I I liked the actress a lot. I thought she was very good. I just didn't feel like we didn't got as much fleshing out as as I would have liked to have seen. I don't know. I just I didn't. I didn't get what I wanted from the, from that character. Yeah. I thought like I was my expectation of her was that she was going to be a good lieutenant to to Nimue. 
mm-hmm. and then they had to go and fucking ruin it. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing with the ooh, the spider shit, and I'm like, oh god, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was such a nice little friendship that was formed there, and I'm like, yeah, two girls kicking ass and shit. You know, in the, the revealing of her sexuality and the fact that she, you know, she she has such a cool backstory for being that dude's brother and all the shit that they, the two of them went through as kids. So, you know, you could tell that she had a chip on her shoulder and that as the toe-to-toe with, with Nimue, they were going to fucking rule the world and shit. And then this whole thing happened and it kind of left me with a bad flavor in uh in my palette so but i love the actress uh shalom brun franklin i'm not familiar with her but i think she's she she does justice to the character that she plays in it yeah i haven't seen the show but i i've read really good things around uh, uh, about it and wanted to watch it our, our girl Mm-hmm. She was in that, yeah. and I read really good things about her performance in that. So, I, I know that she she's a great actress. I just don't, uh, I don't know. I think they screwed up the character. Yeah, I was about to start Our Girl. I was going through BritBox not too long ago, and I kind of stumbled upon upon it. And I was like, oh, let me just start this, and then I found something else that didn't require so much attention so i watched it but maybe had i started that then i would have been would have gotten familiar with shalom brun franklin she has this beautiful mixture of english thai and mauritian parentage so pacification european and african that is dope (laughs) Mm -hmm. now the dude who played father Cardin. Every time I saw my guy, that guy, I was like, where have I seen this dude before? And the guy's name is Peter Mullen. Does he look familiar to you? Yes. Okay. And did you finally realize where you'd seen him before? Only until I looked um, on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I know I've seen this guy. And it's from Ozark. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, darling. (laughs) 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 Oh man, that was that was crazy. But like, he he can't play a good character ever, does he? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, he's (laughs) it's in his contract. I can only play (laughs) a bad motherfucker. (laughs) Yes. Who else? Who else do you caught your attention that you'd like to talk about? Um. I don't really remember anybody standing out very much to me, I'm afraid. What do you think of this girl, Lily Newark, as Pim? She was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she was interesting. I haven't seen her in anything else. And her her look is interesting, too. Like, she's got these weird concoction of, like, bulimic anorexic looking <laughs> ginger girl like <laughs> yeah she's she's very different looking she's not your your average average looking girl yeah i don't know she's she's definitely got a a unique look <laughs> yeah yeah so 
the dude who played the king, his name is Sebastian Armesto. And uh, I enjoyed his performance because, like, he, he never spoke of himself. He always used the, the royal we. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And, uh, and it's, it's, I feel like it's very hard for actors to, to pull that because, like, I remember watching the Tudors back in the day, you know, when Jonathan Rhys Meyer played King Henry VIII on Showtime. Yes. And one of the greatest thing about the Tudors dynasty is that Henry VIII was such a scholar, uh, such a brilliant orator. And he was the one that used the royal we more than anybody, at least in writing, in his writings. But it wasn't very consistent on on the Tudor. Like the moments he had to do the ego pronunciation of I want this, I am that, he used it too. But this guy, Armesto, made use of that part of the language so perfectly that I was like, yeah, dude knows his stuff. He, you can tell that he's classically trained, of course, and he's good at it. Yeah. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm reading his his bio. He he was educated at Eton College. He's been in the National Theater. He's played played on the for the Royal Court. He writes and directs theater himself. So yeah, he uh, that that was probably more the actor than the screenwriters. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, folks. I'm trying. Yeah. The one thing you can tell is that the show is really, the cast is, is supremely diverse. And it's the one mistake that Game of Thrones was criticized for a lot. And uh, no character of color in one season of Game of Thrones went more than three episodes without getting what. <laughs> you know yeah and so and the fae folks in this is it the fae yeah the fae they also mm -hmm. seem to be a very diverse people like you have those who have who are of asian complexion and you have the black ones and you have the ones that are like you know norseman white and it, it it's an amazing thing that they created a people that a very diverse one, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I like, I like that they cast wise they kept it, kept it that way. And as you said, they made it a lot of um, empowered female <laughs> as characters, and yeah, that's something good to be said. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's I mean, it's great to have the diversity going on. It's great to have some of the character touches going on. I think that's part of the reason too why I was disappointed in this series because I was really ex I had high standards for it, maybe too high. Yeah, I, I had high expectations and high standards for it and um, high hopes. But you know, if they do a second season, I'll certainly give it a try because, as we both know and and our listeners know, that sometimes the first season just isn't isn't any good in this, but the second one is, is, is great and will knock it out of the park. So. Yeah. In terms of disappointment with this show, particularly for me, it's almost like 
the feeling I had when I watched C, that show uh, mm-hmm. on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that they wanted to do something fantastic, but something fell short, and it was yeah, all right. But yeah, at the same time, you 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 have you you can harbor the hopes that you know something new can come out of this and it could become something really good yeah so yeah or if it doesn't maybe it'll inspire something that is you know and it'll make somebody go oh you know maybe i should cast some more people of color or maybe i should write stronger female characters or or this character made me really angry because she wasn't smart enough and strong enough yeah. for me so i'm going to write one who is you know that kind of thing yeah so yeah i think i think that's about that's about it for me you know yeah me too we encourage you to watch the show because again jocelyn and i we're not film critics and we're not we we don't do this for a living so we're purely (laughs) talking about what we liked and what we didn't like what our expectations were and what of those expectations weren't fulfilled or or came to fruition so in that respect we are not ever telling you don't watch this because it's crap we're just saying we just felt like it was it wasn't that good so yeah yeah and if you feel differently let us know what we missed because we certainly are we're both human we definitely may have completely missed a very important thread that would have pulled the whole thing together. So just let us know. Right. And so, of course, taking a moment to ask you to follow us and find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. You'll find us as Kicking and Streaming Podcast. Also, we have our own website, which is kickingandstreamingpodcast.com. You can find Jocelyn... Uh, to follow Jocelyn directly on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast and me, you'll 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 find me. It's, you know, you can find me as that dude from Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> that guy from that place. That guy from that place. Yeah. And so happy to be with you once again, and uh, thank you for listening every week. What else? Yeah. Remember to subscribe share follow like seriously we 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 need a bit more interaction with you folks (laughs) we know you're there but come on say something seriously say something like share comment and you know you're an introvert it's okay we're we're, we we would never attack anybody we don't we don't do that kind of shit so yeah Yeah, so yeah we'll be here in the wings waiting for you Mm -hmm. but for now for me and for Jocelyn, this is goodbye, folks. Thank you. Bye. Thanks.